Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Welcome to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast, a show about how to succeed in business while creating a balanced and healthy life. I'm Ashlyn Cubison, an entrepreneur who went from successful real estate broker to published author, all while running three businesses. And I'm Lindsay Young, the founder of Lindsay Lives Well, a holistic nutrition and lifestyle brand, NSCA strength and conditioning specialist, and ITN nutrition coach. If you're an ambitious dreamer, get ready for some simple and actionable strategies. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast. This week's episode is about how to have more energy for your business. Energy is probably something we all wish that we had more of. And whenever I'm talking to other mompreneurs, the complaints they have are around not enough time and not enough energy to take action on their business when they do have the time. They're like, even when I do have the time, I'm just not feeling motivated or I just don't have the energy. And I think that there is a misconception that energy is something that some people have and some people don't. But the truth is that energy is something we can create. And there are a lot of things we can do to create more energy so we're able to take action in our businesses. And I, Lindsay, am going to talk about a few things from my health coaching perspective. And then Ashlyn's going to bring in the perspective perspective of energy management and how to be strategic with what you are doing and when. I'm so excited for this episode. I love talking about all things energy management or time management. I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. So I am not a health coach, obviously, or in the industry at all, but people always talk to me about time management and they know I do, you know, time blocking and they know I have multiple business and other things going on constantly. So they always ask me, how do I make the time? And one of the things that I go into more depth in my course is I don't believe that time management issues really exist. I think most of the time it stems from mismanaging our energy. So I'm really excited to chat about this because it's so empowering when we realize this is something that we have a lot of control over. We have some control over our energy and time on the other hand, we have no control over. Yes, you can choose what to do with your time, but nobody can make more time. It's not something you can produce. So obsessing over time or your lack of time really puts you in this like victim state. And I think that when we focus on our energy, it puts us in a victor state. So good. I love being in a victor state. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so up first, we are gonna if we're gonna talk about energy, we have to talk about sleep. And all the coffee in the world doesn't make up for a lack of sleep. I am so sorry that I don't have a magic pill or an adaptogen or a supplement for you to take. You just have to be sleeping. <laughs> this is me reminding myself of this, ladies, because I've struggled with this for a long time. You are going to have consistent and predictable energy when you are working with your body's circadian rhythm. So our body has a 24-hour clock, and that's also known as our circadian rhythm. And when we have consistency with this rhythm, we begin to work with our hormones and our body begins to predict what you are asking of it at certain times of the day. So yes, it's easy for me to say, you know, for you to say, I need more energy. And for me to just say, you should get more sleep, but there's a little bit more to it than that. So first of all, we need to keep a consistent sleep schedule by going to bed and waking up around the same time each day, including weekends. It's hard on our body if you are waking up at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday and then sleeping till 10 on Saturday and Sunday. That is hard on our bodies. So having more consistent sleep and wake schedules is really going to help your body regulate that internal clock, which is going to give you better energy across the whole span of your days and weeks. Another energy tip in terms of sleep is to eliminate caffeine after 12 p.m. Like you really don't want to be drinking caffeine after noon, after noon, because <laughs> the effects of caffeine can last up to 12 hours. So that's going to impact the quality of your sleep, which is then going to impact your energy. And then the third thing that I think is really helpful for improving sleep quality is to write out what's stressing you out or keeping you up at night before you head to bed. And I know we've talked in past episodes about like writing out your top three priorities for the next day. And that I think is also a super, super helpful because I'm often lying in bed at night thinking, kind of walking through the next day. And if I've already done that brain dump, it is out of my head. And then my brain is able to shut down faster, which leads to more sleep and more restorative sleep. So um, sleep, there's, you know, I, I could talk to you about, you know, other things for energy, but I can't talk to you about energy without talking about sleep first, because it's never going to be true energy without good sleep. So the second tip that I have for energy is to balance blood sugar by reducing simple carbohydrate consumption. So We've got different types of carbohydrates, and I'm not going to lecture you as a nutritionist right now, but simple carbohydrates are those that are found in like soda, any type of sugary drinks, any type of cookie, cracker, bread, pasta, processed foods, and refined carbohydrates. So when you look at oatmeal, you see that it's a whole grain. When you look at an oatmeal cookie, <laughs> you see that like that oatmeal was refined into a flour and made into a food that is a simple carbohydrate and is going to break down really fast and your body's going to burn through those carbohydrates really quickly. So when you eat carbohydrates like that, they provide a fast boost of energy, but that's quickly followed by a crash as your blood sugar spikes and then drops. So carbohydrates are an energy for, source for the body and they can be full of fiber and nutrients. So I'm definitely not saying to cut carbs or to not eat carbohydrates, but we want to choose the kind that are going to boost energy while also keeping your blood sugar levels steady. So when you're thinking about carbohydrates, I want you to stick to whole grains 
over refined grains. So if you look at the grain, like rice, oatmeal, quinoa, and you're able to say, ah, I see, that's a grain, (laughs) versus, oh, this is actually a cracker that used to be rice. Um, So, you know, think about a bowl of steel-cut oatmeal instead of cereal. Think about if your family's doing burrito night, maybe you put all your burrito fixings over rice instead of wrapping them in a flour tortilla. And then you want to incorporate those low glycemic carbohydrates that take your body longer to digest, and that avoids the peak and the crash. So we get these rolling hills instead of these steep peaks and crashes. So think about getting your carbohydrates from things like nuts and legumes and beans and potatoes, oats, quinoa, rice. Those are all going to be lower glycemic sources of carbohydrates that are going to provide your body with that steady stream of energy and help you avoid those energy crashes. Third, So first was sleep, second was balancing blood sugar by reducing those simple carbohydrate consumption. And then third, we've got staying hydrated with water and electrolytes. So did you know that one of the first signs of dehydration is actually feeling tired? So, I mean, as simple as that, just not drinking enough water, that could literally be the reason why your energy levels are lacking and you feel wiped out. A couple weeks ago, I ran a free five-day challenge and the first nutrition challenge we did on the very first day is I had all of the ladies drink half their body weight in ounces of water. And you know, like, Ashlyn, I don't know if you can relate to this, but you know how we get like a little jaded around our own industry? Like we're like, oh, everybody knows this, right? Like sometimes I'm like, I could probably stop talking about water right by now. You know, everybody knows that. But (laughs) no, like not everybody knows this. And, you know, even if we had heard it at some point, Okay, I think I had 80 women inside of this challenge and probably 70 of them were saying that they don't drink that much water during the day. And so, you know, I I know that we're talking specifically about energy here, but there are also a thousand other reasons for our health (laughs) that we need to be staying hydrated. But energy is one of the big ones that just that simple act of drinking enough water. Our bodies are made up of mostly water. Like we're a lot of water. So even small dips in hydration are enough to impact our metabolism, impact our ability to concentrate, our digestion, our elimination, detoxification. So by staying hydrated and making sure that you're drinking enough water and other fluids consistently throughout the day, you want to make sure to like there's consistency with that. It's not just, oh, I drink a glass of water when I'm having breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but that you're getting consistency with your water throughout the day as Ashlyn and I both take a sip of our water right now. <laughs> I know, I'm like, all this talk of water, I'm getting thirsty. Know, I'm getting thirsty. <laughs> so, okay, so a good way to figure out a starting point for how much to drink per day is to take your body weight and divide that in half and drink that many ounces of water per day. So, and you might need more if you work out, if you're super active, like you have an outdoor job, if you're pregnant, nursing, if you're sick, um, but just half your body weight in ounces is a really good starting point. So if you weigh 150 pounds, that would be 75 ounces of water a day. Um, And then a lot of like fresh foods, like fruits and vegetables, they contain water as well. So if you boost your fruit and veggie intake, you'll naturally increase your hydration levels as well. And then if you are someone who works out and you've got a pretty intense workout, you might want to supplement that your water with something that helps replace the electrolytes that your body is sweating out. So definitely don't drink Gatorade. Don't, (laughs) don't go for any of those sports drinks that have high fructose corn syrup, but 
Coconut water is a great way to replenish electrolytes or even if you add a clean electrolyte powder drink to your water. So my favorites are Elemental Labs. They are so good, which I buy from Thrive Market. I put half of one packet in a 32-ounce hydro flask. I don't come at me if you put the whole packet in and tell me that it's too much because I know it's too much. Just drink half. <laughs> um, seeking Health which I order from their website. Their electrolytes are phenomenal. And even those Nun tablets, which you can get off of Amazon or at any health food store. Um, so if you're someone who works out and sweats quite a bit or summer's coming up and you're just out and about, you may be thinking, well, I drink plenty of water. I'm still tired. Try electrolytes because often we sweat out too much of that water and it causes an imbalance in our electrolytes, which definitely impacts energy. So those are the basics when it comes to health tips related to energy. You've got to be sleeping. You've got to be staying hydrated. You've got to be balancing your blood sugar by reducing refined carbohydrate intake. And once you've mastered those, there are, of course, I mean, we could talk about a hundred different things that you could do to increase energy levels from there, but you've got to start with those basics before you go buying any crazy supplements. So, okay, Ashlyn, let's hear your energy tips. All right. Those were so good. I feel like I need to go drink more water. Even though I'm decent at drinking water, I don't know. I want to drink more now because we talked about it and I feel thirsty. Yeah. Why not drink more? Yeah. Just drink more. <laughs> okay. So I picked two energy management tips that I know without a doubt, if you start implementing these two today, you will feel more energetic immediately. It's almost kind of tricking yourself a little bit. So number one is stop working against your energy cycles. So this goes back a little to your circadian rhythm and everyone's different. Some people have more energy first thing in the morning and others not so much. It's all about finding out your energy levels and when do you have the most energy? Once you've mapped out your higher energy points in the day as much as possible, I want you to schedule, because I know sometimes you can't always fit this in on your schedule, but as much as you can, when you know your higher energy points in the day, schedule in the tasks, projects, or chores that you like the least during those times. So the things that you dread doing, I know that might sound odd, but let's think about it a little bit. The things that we love doing, you're going to schedule it in when you feel lower in energy. And the reason why is because it can actually boost your energy and your emotions. You're going to feel happy when you're working on those things because you love them. So I used to do this opposite. I used to always schedule in the things I love doing when I was excited, but then I would procrastinate on the tasks that I didn't like doing. So make sure that you schedule in the tasks you like the least or that you think you're the worst at. Schedule those in on your highest energy points during the day. So good. Such a good reminder. And if you're like me or, or no, I'm sorry, if you're not like me, because I used to be this way. But if you are like, well, I have just kind of no idea when I feel energetic, because I kind of used to be like that, then I want you to journal. I want you to just try to journal throughout the day, every two to three hours, bring it with you, put it in your purse, do whatever you got to do. And I also encourage you to make sure you're marking down what you had to eat during those energy like check-ins because you might see a pattern where you're eating like a high carb lunch and then you start to feel sluggish a couple hours later. So that is something that I used to do. I used to eat a little bit more like around 3, 4 p.m. I'd really crave like something sugary or something carbs because I was crashing and I needed that pick me up, but then it made me feel even worse later. So I stopped doing that and I would eat protein instead. Are you proud of me, Lindsay? So proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> okay. And then number two is stop 
multitasking. Now, I know the mamas out there, you might want to reach through and just like grab me. Like, what are you thinking? I can't stop multitasking if I don't multitask. Not anything or not enough will get done. So don't hate me. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. Because switching your tasks or your content or your technology is a guaranteed energy sucker. Your brain actually has to burn calories when you switch gears over and over again. So if you're a chronic multitasker, like I totally used to be, I understand it's a hard habit to break, but you can break it. And there are some things that you can multitask with. So I'm not saying to kick all of it out. Obviously, you know, you can throw in a load of laundry and it's, you know, a very reasonable for you then to go do some dishes but you got to remember you had like a 30 to 45 minute break maybe less maybe you can do the dishes in 15 I don't know how many dishes you have but you have a break in between those switches it's not like you are going these are the shifts more I'm talking about okay you're going from working on your business then you see an email come in and you decide that you're going to open it. And then you notice an article that you want to read. And then all of a sudden, somehow you're ended up on Instagram and you went through 30 stories or you're scrolling randomly for 15 minutes and you didn't even get the original thing you set out to do. It's going to drain your energy. It's going to make you feel discouraged. So just stop multitasking, especially in your business, please. An easy way to not get distracted when you're working is to make sure you turn off notifications, close all your tabs, your windows, shut down that email, unless you're obviously working on email, but you know what I mean. Close your email completely. Like I don't even let notifications come in to tell me I got an email because I will get distracted. And make sure you are time blocking always. So you have a set time that you're working on each task and set a timer. And those are my easy tips that I promise if you just stop my multitasking and if you work with your energy cycles, you will feel like you have so much more energy throughout the day. And really, you're just managing your energy. I love those. Okay, so we are trying to bring you a well-rounded, holistic approach to energy. (laughs) Because we know that this is something that we all struggle with. But I can assure you that if you take these tips to heart and implement them, you're going to see your energy flourish in a way that you have not before. So thank you so much for listening to this episode on how to have more energy for your business. We would love it if you would like and subscribe and review our show. It would mean the world to us. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you subscribe and take just 30 seconds out of your day to leave us a positive review. Come say hi over on Instagram at Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs, and you can find Lindsay at lindsay.lives.well and Ashlyn at Ashlyn Cubison. 